are now tuned in to Hustle Her Way, the podcast, a weekly podcast that celebrates and empowers the ambitious women who are rewriting the rules, breaking barriers, and making their mark in the world. I'm your host, KT, and I'm thrilled to have you guys along on this exciting journey. In a world where opportunities for women are expanding every day, Hustle Her Way, the podcast, is now your go-to destination to find inspiration, motivation, and great advice from extraordinary women as myself and other guests that we will have on this podcast who have paved their own paths to success. I believe that every woman has a unique story to tell, and here we're going to uncover the triumphs, challenges, and lessons learned for some of the most remarkable female entrepreneurs, leaders, and innovators across various industries. Every week, we will have either a solo episode or a interview that encaps what a hustle her way mindset looks like and what you can do to find your own hustle. Thanks for staying tuned and let's get right on into the show. Hey guys, it's your girl KT and welcome back to Hustle Her Way, the podcast. So as you guys know, we're here every week, every Tuesday, live and direct to talk about a topic or topics or have some type of guests on to talk about how you can hustle her way, your way, and then also just some random things that we feel like goes on in women's life that we really need to talk about. So in today's episode, it's actually a little different. Um, This wasn't what I had planned, actually. And I just really need to get this off my chest. This is the time and the platform to say it. And uh, this is really, it might be a little emotional because of what I'm going to talk about. But nevertheless, it is going to be okay. And we're going to talk about it. But without further ado, let's get into some official podcast business which is if you listen to the podcast here on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast, please go and like and rate the podcast. We have some gems that we are dropping, and we want to make sure that everyone hears these gems. So when you rate and comment everything, that will actually help boost the podcast to be more visible. So don't forget to like and comment and rate the podcast. If you watch this on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, and share, and let your business and work besties know about Hustle Her Way, the podcast. So without further ado, I'm just going to get into the episode because the life date update is within the um, topic that I'm going to talk about. And if you guys can see the title, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So here we go. I actually closed down my business. Yeah, my drunk moment. Um, if you guys don't know, I had a business called KGT Communications, which was a PR and social media agency that focuses on um, building visibility for brands and businesses within the minority community, which could be people of color or also women. So, What led to this uh, realization is what I'm going to talk about 
in this and then also give you guys kind of um what am i thinking of kind of hope for when you're dealing with a situation that you don't know if you want to let go let it go so uh i guess i could start from the beginning and then go into the story of how it led up here so today's episode might be very long i am so sorry if it is um but this is my truth this is why i started the podcast and i'm not going to ramble but I'm going to bring up a lot of points within so you guys can have it. But I started my business five years ago. So five years ago was in 2018. I was, um, I would say a year and a half out from undergrad. I did not have a business. I did not have a job in public relations or communications at that time. I was in my master's degree program and I was really struggling with the fact that I still hadn't found a job. I ended up taking a job as a recruiting assistant at a uh, trucking company here in my hometown, Birmingham, Alabama. So that was very much a difficult place to be in because one, I checked all the boxes that you were supposed to and college you network you intern you met people all that kind of stuff and I still didn't have a job and I had just quit my hotel job at the time that I got once I graduated so very much in a different mindset in life and within my degree program in my master's degree program I had to do internships and all that kind of stuff so I would then have to get an extra job because my job didn't actually deal with PR communication so I couldn't use that and I just got a point that I was fed up yes I was fed up I was very much fed up with the situation of always having to go to internships i always had to work for somebody else and not be able to find a job in my field i was fed up with the fact that i could not do what i wanted to do which was pr so nevertheless it was one of my last internships and i was really like i can actually do this i can do this myself at this point we we could do this ourselves. We could go out here and find clients. We can do this ourselves. And I even talked to somebody who I was in an internship with. And, you know, we talked about it, you know. And I think we both were fed up in the situation of always having to find internships and just could not find an actual full-time job. And that just in itself kind of slowed down a lot of progress within just finding a job. So, in March of 2018, that's when KGT Communications was born. And during that time, I felt so fulfilled. I felt like I was in what I was supposed to be in. I was dealing with a lack of, I well, now I can say a lack of belief in myself. And I felt that my business was supposed to help me believe in myself and believe in my uh just helped me be more confident in myself, which obviously it did, but nevertheless, there's always situations that come up and things that happen within those situations and kind of get you thinking in hindsight, maybe it really wasn't supposed to be the way that you thought it was because maybe 
I thought it was business and maybe it was something else that was supposed to happen. But nevertheless, I started my business 2018 being able to service uh service customers in the Birmingham area. So that was from artists here, that was for speakers, that was from bars and grills. Then it exploded and people started to find me on social media. So I'm getting clients from out of town. So I can't for say that I regret going through that decision of actually having my business because I can never regret the the confidence it gave me the actual know-how to start a business the know-how to actually deal with clients on a daily basis everything it was a great experience I don't regret it from a day that I actually did this but I now looking on five years and looking back on things that I know could have been a sign of saying, hey, maybe you should stop, (laughs) came along and it was just a lot per se for me. Um, Y'all, I'm sorry if I get a little emotional. (laughs) I'm just thinking about everything and all that kind of stuff. So uh, once I got into my business, like I said, it grew fast. It grew rapidly. It grew more than I ever thought it could grow because I was more worried about focusing for people here in Birmingham and Alabama specifically and never would have thought I would have had clients outside of my state. And it led me to some great opportunities because I started my business that had that freelance operations under my belt. I ended up getting my first job in PR at the airport. So nevertheless, I do not regret having my business. But now I realized my business took a toll on me mentally, physically, and emotionally. And the things leading up to a lot of things that transpired really got me in a place that I had to terminate my business. Because if I kept going, I don't know where I would be mentally and physically just because I was burnt out. I was really in a point that I was pulling from an empty cup within my business. I didn't have the time to really devote to business because I was working full time. Um, I wanted to do content creation. I wanted to do a lot of things. And discernment is something that is real. And I can tell you guys now, discernment told me a long time ago to actually stop my business. And it was my own ego. And it was my own, I can't let anybody see that I failed. And the ego is something serious, I'm telling you. It will have you out here acting crazy just because you want to prove something about somebody right. So there was a period of time that I had a client. Me and this client specifically didn't fall out. It was a client before that, but at that time, I was burnt out. I was still freelancing on the side with other businesses. Um, I had just got my new job that I currently work now. So there wasn't a lot of time for me to devote to my business. And every time I opened up my computer to actually work on my business, I just all of a 
all of a sudden feel tired or I had something else on my plate or I had to do this or I had to do that. And now looking back, that was burnout. I was burnt out in my business. I was burnt out on doing a lot of things. I was burnt out of looking for clients. I was burnt out of doing consultation call. Y'all, if y'all would have known what was going on, like, sis, I was, I was like, I can't do this no more. So what really was a break for me, it really was a break. I was like, okay. I told my client that I was working with at the time, hey, you know, right now, health reasons-wise, because it was affecting my health, it was affecting me physically, mentally, a lot of stuff, so I had to take a back seat for my business, so literally, and this is probably, this was for the best, I actually relapsed and let all my stuff go, so I was talking about websites got deleted, um, domain couldn't get it back email addresses all that because i was just tired of being in my business literally i was working in my business i was being the marketer i was being the social media guru i was coming up with content then within that i had to you know deal with client stuff i had to do all this stuff for my clients so i was literally burnt down and like i did have interns but I'm supposed to be teaching them and giving them experiences and I'm just figuring it out myself. So I stopped my business for a while and it wasn't until maybe I would say a year after I got to the uh, place that I work at now that I got someone to tell me, hey, you know, you do a great job. Maybe you should make a business. And I was like, well, you know, I actually do have a business. And, well, why don't you advertise it? And why don't you do this? And I was like, you know, right now it's just a, it's a lot. You know, I'm working full time. I'm working 24 hours sometimes. I'm on call. Things look very much different than it did when I started my business. So I just really didn't have time for it. And, you know, that person convinced me. It was like, hey, you know, you're doing this for your job. Why don't you do it for yourself? So I was like, okay, maybe maybe we should start it again. And this is where <laughs> the first life lesson comes in for this episode is listen to yourself, listen to your discernment, and listen to uh, whatever being, whether that's God, universe, whatever that is for you, that's God for me. Listen to him to help you direct yourselves because to be completely honest, I probably shouldn't have started my business back at that time because I was still burnt out of doing everything i was still burnt out and although uh situations and you know meeting clients again and being able to have that sense of fulfillment on the back end i was still being burned out and i didn't recognize that i just was like okay i can push through it i'm feeling tired all the time i'm up until sometimes midnight one o'clock trying to get things done i have to be at work by 8 30 so life was just crazy at that moment and it wasn't until a situation with a client happened and I will tell you guys about it um there's no NDAs over here I'm not going to talk about the client in their name specifically but I will tell you what happened and tell you some kind of life lessons of 
if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, some things that you should do and you should have together before you take on clients, especially if you're a service business, or even if you do have a product business, maybe you can take some of those tips and implement them some kind of way into your business. So at the moment that I started back, uh, I know you guys know a consultation call is normally just a short period of time for me to get to know the client, get to know what their goals are, get to know them as people and how I can serve them in whatever way. And at the time I started my business back, whoo, child, y'all, y'all would believe some people who would actually sign up for stuff and not show up. And at the time I was not charging for my consultation calls. So people would book a consultation call, usually they're like 15 to 30 minutes and not show up. So I would literally sit on Zoom for 15 minutes waiting for people to show up waiting for email. I send them an email. They don't respond. It was a lot. So life lesson number three at this point, make sure you solidify some kind of way for people to show up. And if they don't show up, you're not, you don't feel like it's a waste of time. Whether that's you charging from your consultation, whether that's you, um, finding some kind of other opportunity to entice people after sign up to show up to their your their actual consultation, find something because if it keeps happening over and over again, you're going to think it's you. And for so long, I thought it was me. I thought maybe I wasn't marketing right. Maybe I wasn't doing this. Maybe I wasn't doing that. When in actuality, I did all that I could do. I didn't force people to sign up. They came to me willingly. They came to my website to fill out the consultation form. I was always kind of against cold calling email. Like I, I felt like I was forcing people. So literally people who came to my business or who signed up for consultation calls were literally people who went on their free will, probably saw my content, probably saw something I was doing and signed up for a consultation call. So Know that it's not you and know that you've done everything that you could and it's not your fault. Great. So people weren't signing up for consultation calls. People weren't showing up. So I ended up starting to charge for consultation calls because at the end of the day, money means nothing to me. Time does. Money I can get back. Money I can... I can get back faster than anything, but time, I can't. Whether that's a minute, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it may be, I can't get that time back that I sat here and researched your business to give you the utmost respect and utmost advice about what you should do about your business versus if it's PR, if it's not me, what should you do? And the fact that people don't show up, I was getting tight. I was getting tight, y'all. I cannot, I can't, I was getting tight. So, um, moving along, I did end up getting a client. Unfortunately, y'all, I love this client. This client was my ride or die. And unfortunately, no situations happened. COVID happened. Situations in life happened. And she wasn't able to uh, continue on with her, her agreement. And it's nothing wrong with that. I... I feel like 
I love clients who are upfront and honest about situations that happen to them versus beating around the bush because that's not going to serve anybody. You know what I mean? So find the clients or find the people that you feel aligns with your boundaries, align with your story, because at the end of the day, you know, at the core of it all, regardless of whatever happens, that you know that you can support them. Because even to this very day with this specific client, I still share all this stuff that comes up on my timeline because I believe in their mission and I believe in them. And I'm not going to hold that against them. But some of these other clients, I'm I'm sorry, y'all. I'm still working on the pity train. God's still working on me. But it's some of them that I, I, I do not have anything for them. And I hate to say it like that because life lesson number four, when you have boundaries, when you have things put in place for your business, stick to them regardless of whatever anybody says, because you made those boundaries, you put those rules in place and you set those up for your mental health, for you, for your business, how you operate. Do not let a client come in and try to change that. And that's exactly what happened and what led to me just figuring out, I can't continue like this anymore. <laughs> so, um, try to give you a backstory without going too much in depth because regardless, I don't want to bash anybody. Um, that's just not me at the end of the day. I'm going to give you the truth and I'm going to give you to you straight, but I'll never sit here and bash you and say, oh, I'll never, I, I can't say that, but for certain, I didn't like how the situation transpired, and I let that person know because obviously in their situation, I don't know if they had somebody try to bamboozle them. I understand how that goes, but you can't go in trying to control everything, especially if you're working with another company on something. So basically working with the client. They had a client that I was providing services for. Everything was great in the beginning. I am somebody who is straightforward. So I'm going to tell you expectations up front because there's no sense to tell you if, if I tell you later on and you're like, oh, well, that's not what I wanted. I did a disservice for a disservice for both of us. And now we're going to lose out on money. Now we're going to lose out on time. So I'm up front before even I take mostly the first payment. Hey, these are my expectations. This is what's going to go happen. This is why I have a contract in place to tell you what's going on in your account, all that kind of stuff. So the person did not like the way I handle business and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I just didn't like how it was handled versus saying that it was unprofessional instead of saying, I just don't accept the way you work. And a lot of times, especially as business owners, we feel that everybody's supposed to do business the way we do business. And that's a great reason of having those expectations and having those boundaries set up beforehand and explaining them to even if you're working with another company or if you're working with a client, letting them know those expectations up front helps out everybody in the end, regardless of what's going on. Um, so nevertheless, they canceled their contract, me a contract, and I'm not going to say it, but nevertheless, I'm out of money and out of time. So 
I just felt like that happened so much of my business, whether that's somebody that disputed their charges, where that's people who felt like I should have been doing this when I explained to them exactly what I do, or if they didn't have a clear vision of what PR is. And that was a tipping moment for me because it was like, I'm literally going down this road again. I'm feeling burned out. I don't understand why people aren't understanding where I'm coming from in business and in PR and things of that nature. And it was also holding me back from a lot of things because I felt like I couldn't quit. Again, my ego playing a very huge role in this. I felt like I couldn't quit. I felt like I was giving up too soon. I felt like, oh, you know, these are just growing pains and this and I had to be real with myself and say, are these growing pains or is this really signs of should you be in business? Because for me, growing pains happen every so often. And I get it. If we maneuver, we pivot, things of that nature. And I feel like everything, even mistakes, even things that happen in your life are always a life lesson. And the fact that I felt like I learned this lesson the first time, pivoted, changed everything, and it came back around, some, something was up. <laughs> and whether that was me, whether that was what it was, I had to change it. And ultimately, I came to the conclusion that I had to drop my business. And not only that, I just felt like, I wasn't serving anybody in the way that I did in the beginning because one, I didn't have a lot of time to devote to it. Yes, I was still doing client work, but like I told you, I was up to 12 a.m., 1 a.m. trying to get work done. And, you know, sometimes I might have a long day of work. I don't want to open up my laptop or I don't want to get on a phone call with a client right now or I don't feel like explaining what's going on. And I know that sounds so crazy, but I was really at that point in life of trying to trying to just find closure and try to figure out what I was going to do. And all signs kind of pointed to closing down my business. And it's crazy, especially if you're a believer in God, if you uh, have a sense of discernment about things that once you to ultimately decide to do things there are a lot of things that come in your life to prove you right that you made the right decision and believe it or not a lot of things started happening in my life that actually contribute to the greatest reason why I should break up close my business and that was me figuring out I wanted to get back into my love of writing I was able to start blogging with PR Girls Do It Better, and I found so much enjoyment in blogging again. And that's kind of what led me to PR, was me writing and me reading and all that kind of stuff that I know that I like, but within running my business, I wasn't able to do that. I wasn't able to read for fun anymore. I wasn't able to blog and I mean, yeah, we had YouTube, but I talked about my business. I talked about PR all the time. I didn't talk about topics that I love to talk about, even though I did love to talk about PR and communications, but that's not all I am. That's not all that I bring to the table. That's not all that I talk about. So 
also getting the opportunity to speak at Red Talks about confidence, I realized that I kind of want to start speaking. Whether that's, you know, about confidence, whether that's about PR, whether that's about personal branding, I wasn't going to be able to do that in my business. I wasn't going to be able to serve people the way I wanted to serve them, speak how I wanted to speak because I was stuck on having what this business was supposed to look like. I actually got another opportunity for, oh, excuse me, y'all, for something else. Um, I can't talk about it just yet because I haven't released it yet, but another opportunity that's going to allow me to pivot into something else like as soon as I made the decision to actually close shop, all these doors started opening. All these opportunities started to come about. And it was crazy because for me, it was like a death of someone because for me, this business was my baby. This is something I carried for five years. This is something that I built from ground up. This is something that I defended. This is something that I worked hard for. And to see it ultimately come to an end, that was hurtful. Like, y'all just don't understand how much I cried during this whole situation because I felt like I was giving up. But then it was like, but you're giving up what specifically? Because although you're giving up this one thing, God just provided three ways for me to actually make more income or make something else of myself or service people in the community because that's ultimately what I wanted to do. And although it doesn't look like my business, although it looks totally different, I can't be mad at it because this was something that was orchestrated. This was God's plan. And I had to realize that within God's plan there's sometimes sacrifice and it's so crazy y'all when I tell you when when things align and when things make sense they make sense so I was ended up reading Job during this uh whole process of me figuring stuff out and it's crazy because although I didn't have everything stripped away from me like Job did. I didn't, I still had my health. I still had my people. I still had my support system. I still had this. But at the end of the day, Job still sacrificed to show how worthy he was and how he still wanted God's hand in everything. So I figured it won't be bad for me to quit my business yeah it's gonna be some people mad yeah I'm not gonna have this whole entrepreneur life I'm not gonna have this anymore but ultimately this is going to help me out and help me on my journey with God because I'm giving up something that I fought so hard and so long for to pivot and to figure out more that I wanted to do in my life So that's kind of <laughs> what I wanted to talk about. Um, my fellow business owners, I just want to give you some clarity, give you some, you know, feedback. 
this is your business do what you want to do with it regardless of what anybody says you know some people might tell you oh you need to pivot it is or maybe you should do this or you know maybe you shouldn't have a business find your inner self find what you're connected to find out what's best for you and go with it whether that's uh, closing up shop whether that's pivoting to something else maybe that's uh tweaking some things in your business that you thought you wanted to do or who your audience was supposed to be or what product you wanted to sell consult with yourself and figure it out and make sure your ego's not in the way we think we don't operate out of ego but most of the time we do operate out of ego and it's crazy because you'll think you're the most humblest person ever but it'll take that one instance for you to figure out that you're not as humble as you thought you were. And I figured that out. I thought I was, you know, I never want to take credit for anything. Even in my uh, my day job, I don't take credit for anything. I'm just like, hey, this is a team. This is not me. But in my business, I wanted to be known as a business owner. That was my ego trip. I wanted to be Captain Save. I wanted to come in and sweep in and, and and do a lot of stuff because I felt like that was what I was supposed to be doing. But it was to make myself feel good. And I kind of got lost in the mission of what I started my business for, which was to help out the community and things of that nature and teach and, you know, educate about PR, educate about communications and marketing and all that kind of stuff. So nevertheless, it is heartbreaking that, I'm reporting this and that I will be closing up shop. But I realize this isn't the end for me. This is probably not the end of entrepreneurship as a whole. Maybe this is the end of this business model. Maybe there's another business model that God wants me to go after. And in this season of transition and sacrifice and pivoting, I'm really leaning into his word and focusing on what I should do for his plan and not my own plan. Because when I restarted my business, it wasn't for God's time and it was for my own, my own benefit. And I realized it now. So nevertheless, things are going to look up. Trust me. I got other um, income streams coming in, so I, I ain't too much worried about that um and like i said it's a season of sacrifice it's a season of pivot and it's a season of transformation and transitioning so i'm just leaning on god to tell me what's next and that's about it so thank you guys for listening to this long podcast today Hopefully you heard some lessons. Um, Hopefully you took away some of the information that I gave you. Some of this may resonate with you. Some of this may resonate with you later. But I just hope that this uh, helps you most. This was actually a healing thing for me to come on here and speak about it because I wasn't. I was just going to be like, hey, y'all, I quit my business and that's it. But I really felt like I was going to do somebody a disservice because someone else might be in this whole situation. And if I can share my story and share something that I was in, um, that it can help you too. So 
that's about it today <laughs> uh that is it for hustle her way podcast episode today as always do not forget to like comment subscribe hit the notification bell on youtube also make sure you're following the podcast on whatever you listen to your podcast because this is not the end hustle her way will still be continuing i will bring in I will be bringing other people onto the set. You'll hear from guests who hustle their way. And anything that I come up and talk about, about what's affecting my life, and even I can give you tips about entrepreneurship, I can do that. So, nevertheless, thank you guys for staying tuned. As always, don't forget to hustle your way. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye, y'all!